0: Yeah, I was going to go a whole episode without talking about Bridgerton, but so sorry, not sorry. I miss Bridgerton. I was listening to the soundtrack the last two days and I'm about to buy books four, five and six. So hold on to your horses, everybody. Apparently 2021 is the year I'm a reader again because I have read three Bridgerton books, one hard copy and I'm on another ebook I got from like Kindle. Like I get like with Amazon Prime, you know, they let you download a book for free. Like Mm -hmm. you get like an early screening of a book. So I'm in some drama book right now like some fiction book it's okay it's not as exciting i wish it would get to the point a little faster there's no hot british guys or sex in the book well Um, then why are you reading it i'm just kidding i don't know because i started it and i'm like i'm finishing it because this year i finished i'm also
1: so i'm of that mindset too when i start something i always like my intention is to finish and i'm just going to time out for a second because we haven't started our episode yet so let's start our episode (laughs) Hey there, everyone. Hey, friends. Thanks for joining us this week on our episode, The Main Dish Podcast. Episode this is
0: 25?
1: 24.
0: Oh, it is 24. Mm-hmm.
1: Damn. And I'm Miley. I'm uh, Mandy. The, the lady who <laughs> is miscounting our episodes is Mandy, but I love her to death. You, um, you. But welcome, or, you know, welcome yes. back and or welcome to our show. And now we will circle back around to finish talking about Bridgerton now that we have started the episode which we will um, finish as well because we were talking about starting and finishing things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm reading books this year and I'm I, I didn't know I was going to read books this year. Bridgerton started the whole thing. And um, so, yeah, I'm reading my fifth book of the year. And wow. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I mean, it's
1: the end of the yeah, the first quarter. Who does third, that? Holy. Not me. I'm so proud of you. Rock on, girl. I haven't read at
0: this speed since like I was seven. <laughs> and well, the books were forty I, pages. Oh, uh, you know,
1: no, I used to read like this, like I, especially during the Harry Potter series, the Twilight series, and the uh, what was the other one with um, Lord of the Rings? Not Lord of the Rings, uh, but it's with the my my imagined uh, boyfriend um, oh. Theo. Oh, uh, I don't know
0: him. You've talked about him I before. Know. Wait, it, oh, not you also read the the sexy ones, the one with Christian Grey.
1: Oh yeah, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, you read those, right? Yep, I read all those. I read them all in like 48 hours. <laughs>
0: so my Bridgerton thing isn't so twisted. No,
1: no I, I never said it was twisted. I said like, I love that you're reading. <laughs> I wish I could get into a like, like, and I I think what fires me up is when I have a series of books. So mm-hmm. I bet if I started Bridgerton, I would just read all seven books.
0: I'm telling you, the first one I raced through because mm-hmm. I knew how it ended. Yeah. And I was excited to get to the steamy parts and I was excited <laughs> to get to the drama. and like, and like, then it was, And then it just kept me because it was different from the TV show. And the yeah. TV show had so many other things happening in it. But and then I was like, "Oh, I need to know what happens in the next one. So then I read the next yeah. two. And now I'm like really excited to read four, five and six because I'm positive that the next series is going to incorporate some of Eloise's story, which is book Ooh, five. Good. I'm really fascinated and curious about her story. I know I'm going way too hard on this whole no, I love thing. I um, But anyways, good. that's my good news that I've been reading. I had a great visit home with the family uh, while we were setting up tonight. I took a chunk out of my thumb plugging one of the mics i'm attempting not to bleed out right now there's a heartbeat in my thumb (laughs) i was tempted to put a rubber band around this thing um it's fine we're fine i'm still alive i'm glad you're still alive check on me tomorrow maybe you should ice it it's
1: a little red
0: yeah, it's and throbbing. I can see blood through
1: the band aid. <laughs> this is my
0: second band aid. Yeah, uh, and pressure. I think you should apply some pressure. Yeah, that's I wrapped it around here pretty tight. So if it's mm, pink, it's because I wrapped yes. it around there kind of good. Hello. Anyways, Moving on. Tell us about your good news. I'm pregnant. Oh my that's god! Just kidding. I'm Hi, so, April Fools! Uh, April, Fools. Uh, April Fools!
1: I am so mad. Well, because a lot, you know, like in the beginning, you yeah. kept asking if I was pregnant, and I I've been waiting for April ask. Fools to be able to ask, like, to tell you, <laughs> like, hey, I'm pregnant
0: so fucking mad that I, not. I
1: didn't ask and you I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I'm not pregnant, but. Okay. Better be luck a, next yeah. time.
0: No, 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 <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, keep up the good
1: work. Thanks, yes, <laughs> keep up the great work. Uh, and then, well, my good and you is I sang at the Phoenix Suns. It was game amazing. yes and thank you so much manny for being there and recording it yeah. and so uh it was super fun you know during sound check, i forgot the words and th- i have been singing the anthem since i was in the seventh grade i know the words forwards backwards like i've seen you I, sing it a I, dozen times I, professionally i like i love that song it is like my song and during sound check, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the cute guys practicing in front of me there on was the cute court. Guys? Well, t- like both teams, or just the Phoenix Suns, they oh, were wait, warming up. Oh,
0: so you sound checked in front of the Suns. Yeah, I,
1: I sound checked in front of the team. Fuck off. They were warming up. And I was like, fuck, you guys have to stand here, like playing <laughs> basketball in front of me while I'm checking out my sound. It was really <laughs> nerve
0: wracking. Fuck off. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you were like by yourself. Like, No. It's you and the custodians, yeah. like, pilot- usually it's court. like that like
1: for you know the diamondbacks the the team no was not there. on the it was right. nobody was on the field for the coyotes it was an empty empty arena what time arena. did you warm up like i woke up at 4 30 oh
0: my god two and a half hours before the yeah game, the players and so like the
1: players were already there and i'm like oh my god oh my god and i completely forgot the words <laughs>
0: did any of them notice
1: i don't know because i just looked at the like my like uh team Shit. you know like the anthem performer manager or whatever and his eyes opened wide up i was like no i know the words i promise
0: <laughs> I'm I'm dying for you right now. I know. And like, I'm so pissed I didn't know this when I was there last night because like, I mean, obviously I was staring at you record and I was filming you. I was recording you on my phone. But like I would have loved to have been down near the sun's bench to see if any of them clocked you fucking it up in practice. And we're sitting down there taking bets on whether you're going to fuck it up live.
1: (laughs) They probably were, huh? That would have been hilarious.
0: Yeah. That's why,
1: again, um, remember right after right after I sang, I looked at was like I ran through that song real fast because usually I sing the song about a minute and 40 seconds. But. I clocked it at one twenty four. The
0: time I was like, "Oh, you were about fifteen seconds so, I was like,
1: "Fuck!" But really yeah, because I sped through that first four because I was like, "I will not forget the words. Really? I will not be the person who
0: fucks up the anthem." So you were? um I've seen that by professional singers. I think Christina Aguilera yeah. screwed it up. Fergie. Yeah. A lot of people have messed yeah. it up,
1: but I made it through. Didn't forget any words. Holy shit.
0: And it was fucking beautiful. Aww, I mean, you. it was great. It, I did notice it fast. Not right away. It was, I, I don't know how to measure it in the song, but there was a part in the song where I went, oh, that was okay. <laughs> and then I... <laughs> Because I've heard you sing yeah, it so yeah, many times. Yeah. I'm used to your yeah. cadence. And you also kind of switch it up a little bit every now and then. I do. Like, I can tell that you study and play with it.
1: I do. I haven't really. Every every time I sing the anthem, it's different. It because is. Because I play with a little. I like, oh, I'll do a little and trill was, there. I or I will do a blown little... away
0: by the way you did it this time. I I mean, not the speed. I know we want to slow yeah. it back down. If, if
1: I had slowed it down, I think it would have been my one of my better performances.
0: But the way you sang it this time, I really liked. And I don't know that I'd heard it done no, exactly like this before.
1: I did I, it in D major. I tried a different oh, key okay, completely so the key this time. I did notice,
0: but like where you chose to like run and yeah. carry some of the, 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 words I was really enjoying and I really, I really liked the key, but I really liked where Aww, you took thanks. certain parts yeah. of the song and I thought this should be her version. Yes.
1: I, I'm getting closer and closer to my version.
0: Yeah. I, I really, mm-hmm. really liked it. I mean, I Thank love you. every time hearing you, but I really, really liked
1: Thank last you. night, Yeah, it was.
0: It was one of my yeah. favorites. Like I, at the end, it was It gave me one of those like, whoo, kind of. Uh,
1: that means a lot. So yeah. I hope that my next one of my next performances, hopefully in the future will be the Cardinals because then I will have take, you know, I've been able to perform for all the major Arizona sports teams. So we'll see. Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. And then if anybody out there has a Cardinals hookup. Holla at
1: your girl. Yes, please. And uh, I don't know if there's anything else that's uh, new and good. Um, still seeing my therapist, which is wonderful, learning a lot, trying, you know, one of the things is trying to practice revealing myself right now. So, you know, trying to take every opportunity to kind of talk about myself is kind of hard. And the thing is, like, one of the reasons why we started this podcast or one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast f- six months ago was to practice mm-hmm. talking more. About About. myself because I can ask a lot of questions and I can, you know, really engage and get excited and cheer for other people. I can, you know, and I was talking to my friend Aaron today, too, about how like I'm the first to advocate and Mm -hmm. like stand up for people, but I don't give myself the same. Mm -hmm. I don't treat myself the same way.
0: And so I'm trying to work on that. I love that you're working on it and that your therapist is like, we need to work on this. And it's only going to help you be a better like you and a better, I mean, you're already a fantastic friend, but like being able to reveal things about yourself is going to close in those real, like tighten up those relationships, like close in those relationships that you have to people. Because I mean, you and I are pretty tight, but even at times I feel really distant from you because I don't know a lot of things about you. And I know you compartmentalize and like, just because I have the I don't know whatever my whatever is in my history I I can see that you compartmentalize certain things and you've done it in a way to protect certain things about yourself um and like I'm like I mean we're pretty tight and I hope that you feel safe in the space when you're in a space with me and like I just figure you'll get there so it's really super awesome that you have somebody working with you now to kind of help you actually start practicing what you preach and like stepping into the like Owning the awesomeness and talking about the awesomeness that is you.
1: Yeah. Because, like, I, I
0: I, can't for... get enough of you. Thanks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's it, too. Like, surrounding myself with people who help me create a safe space so that I can reveal, be more revealing. And, and I think part of it is also just, like, being more... um present with myself so that i can reveal right oftentimes i just don't even know what to reveal because i'm not really thinking about anything <laughs> like, no. you're always thinking about something
0: you lie <laughs> you're just not always thinking like i need to tell these people about me right and yeah it's like it that's while that can be admirable in some situations it, it's you found that it can be hurtful in uh, in close relationships yeah so. so while it's great that you're not like a narcissist out here like look at me everybody I'm a I'm kind of a big deal <laughs> but like there are certain times when you should be telling people yeah. you're a big deal I know but it's
1: weird it's hard I think it's for me. A fucking
0: kick-ass to be yeah. a big deal like people just don't get to do all the shit you get to do and it's it's a it's an opportunity to tell people and to show people that they can do these things like look at me here's where I come from here's how I was raised first generation I'm doing big things you can do it too and like talking about it is like the only way for people to get that message, right? Appreciate you talking about your therapist because like talking about ourselves is a great intro into our episode today with I fucked up her name and called her Karine, but she pronounces it Karen. Karen or K- K- Karen? Cut in. Yeah, it has some kind like of a French rolled yes. R mm-hmm. situation happening that Cut my American midwest dialect just can't wrap its little brain around right so we'll go with karen for now yes and talking about yourself super important aspect of what she does and talking her about yourself making, but also knowing
1: process. about yourself too we talk exactly. a lot about that in the episode which is awesome you have to first know yourself in order mm-hmm. to talk about yourself
0: i love that yes and in and the services she offers with uh you know her history of speed dating and event coordinating and now she's matchmaking and Uh, coaching, coaching people to be a better version of you today, be
1: more authentic self, you know, like knowing, again, I just keep going back to like knowing yourself better. And I think that's part of the whole thing. Like it's, you don't have to do it alone. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of benefits to having a coach to help guide you through the steps to get to know yourself better, get to know not only yourself, but what your wants, what your needs, what your desires are, because the more, you know, what you want and what you need, the better, You can identify the people that you want in your life, whether it's friendship or romantic relationships.
0: I agree 100%.
1: So it was a great episode. I really had a lot of fun with her. And it was awesome because she is uh, based in Canada. And uh, we, you know, using video teleconferencing, we were able to connect with somebody in another country. Three time
0: zones in a different country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she tells us all the boot the match oh i like that about the oh, matchmaking <laughs> super cute i'm from detroit so like i love hearing those little canadian accents yeah. they're adorable <laughs> so
1: we had a blast and we hope you enjoy the episode as well with kareen
0: thanks for joining us kareen am i saying your name correctly uh i pronounce it karen karen, karen. I okay i know oh. it's confusing no no
1: worries So that was you know when we were when i first saw your name i was like it could be karen it could be
0: kareen i have another friend oh, it's, who's it... french canadian and her name yes. is spelled like yours and she says it kareen so that's why that was in my head so oh I, okay.
2: yeah no 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 it's fine it's it is kakin but most people can't oh, pronounce that Kaken. so i just so i yes but i just go by karen cause wait say easy. that again
1: it's kakin 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 oh, No. <laughs>
0: Where, and what's I'm, the, sorry. I'm like and what's the originality like where does this name come oh it's French Canadian it is French okay oh yeah yeah well, sweet. okay that's awesome so I've been saying her name wrong for four years too <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thanks for correcting me I'm gonna send her a message after this
2: <laughs> it's after. all good
0: <laughs> well thank you for joining us
1: on our uh, podcasts for this week's episode we really appreciate your time and your expertise
0: with us
2: for sure thank you
0: Would you kick us off and give us like a little bio? Tell us like who you are real quick and what you do.
2: Yeah, for sure. I'm Karen, also known as Vegan Cupid. And I am a vegan matchmaker and a dating coach. And I've been helping vegan singles find love in various capacities for over 10 years now.
0: That's so cool. That's how I discovered you, I think, on Facebook.
1: So you only are your clients all vegan or do you see non-vegan clients? as Okay, so you primarily focus on people who are vegan
2: i only work with vegetarians and vegans got you
0: okay it's one of the biggest complaints about from single vegans like single vegans no one complains about food anymore right because there's so much amazing food now available like widely available all of the grocery stores restaurants options galore solely vegan restaurants but the vegans always complain that they're like where i feel i see it from women more than Men, but the women are always yes. like, where are the good vegan men? Yes. What's the? Do because you have an answer? To yeah, this?
1: I was going to say, do you have an answer uh, for that?
2: They are hard to find because there are way more vegan women than, than vegan men. But the yeah. men are out there and I always find a way to find them. and And that's just how do
1: you
0: yeah like we're diving (laughs) right into it like so i love it that's been my um my observation as well is that there are just more women in that space than men and it's i don't know if it's is it like i don't think it's quite two to one but it might be
2: i don't know what the exact numbers are to be honest but the reality is that i started doing all this when i um, i started hosting speed dating events and they were exclusively for vegetarians and vegans and I literally started hosting them on the side for the fun of it. I was, my background's in event planning, and I was like producing large vegan events when I was living in California. And one day I had a girlfriend who said that she was trying to find a vegan man, but she couldn't find one. I'm like, we're in California. How can there be no vegan men? Like, come on. <laughs> so I, I decided to host a speed dating event. And the first one I hosted was a huge hit. And then I just started hosting more and more. Wow. And then I started hosting them all over us and Canada. Oh, wow. and I actually did. I actually did quite a few in Phoenix. And so at all of these events, there were, equal or almost equal numbers of men and women. So people were always really surprised that I was able to do that, but like the men just came out of the woodwork. They they really did. So It's good.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's probably, you know, due to like hey, there's an event and they they maybe they see the event and they're like I will do it because there's not another event like this.
2: Exactly, exactly. So I don't do those events anymore. I stopped before COVID. And I'm so glad. Um, and I, I just do, um, you know, I just do exclusively matchmaking and coaching now. But yeah, the, the men are out there, they just are harder to find, but it's not, it's not impossible. Why I, and are that, they
0: hiding? Why? I, Come out of I, your caves.
1: <laughs> So it's an issue there's of less. hiding, right? Or is That's it that there's just not a, a, a lot of them? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there, it could be that there's not enough. It so feels you don't like see they're or, less out there. Okay.
0: To me.
2: Yeah. I think they're just less out there. Like, I don't know. I mean, in, you know, in my database, for example, I do have twice as many women, but I still have men. Mm-hmm. And half of my clients, my matchmaking clients have been men. And, you know, I, I've been able to, to find vegan men. So it just yeah, I don't, there's just loss of them, but they are out there. And so that's why I make it my mission to put myself out there as much as I can. So that people can know that I exist, that I am there and that I can help them because too many people, unfortunately, end up compromising and going on dates with people who aren't vegan because they don't think they can find someone who's vegan. Right. And so that's, you know, again, that's why I'm so passionate about helping vegan
0: singles. So I have two things on that. One, do you think that, well, first of all, um, do you think that men are more open to dating non-vegan than women?
2: No, I don't think it's necessarily the case. I mean, it's, it's really been, I, I wouldn't say that I've noticed that it's more men or, or women. Um, so no, I, I don't think it's that.
0: Okay. And then, like, I always just wonder if men are just less picky in general and they're like more willing to just, mm. you know as long as they're getting some life. action they're happy
2: <laughs> oh, no, i no, know i've i've come across some pretty picky men
0: good uh, you should for, be picky for, i mean you're picking something you should know yeah, what t- you want yeah like, like picking something potentially you yeah. could be with for years or the rest of your life if you're inclined yeah, to that
2: there's being picky and then there's being unrealistic and having like silly things like the person has to be this tall and have this hair color and this eye color and this and this and this and this and, this and that well you know people that have a crazy long list that's why they're still single.
0: I do I did used to say things like you needed to be like at least 5'10 to ride this ride, but now <laughs> now I lean more towards like you need to be emotionally competent to be a part of this interaction. So, um so my second part of that is I I do I date I'm I've been vegan now I'm going on 7 years. I think by the time this comes out I will have just hit my 7 year anniversary and vegan anniversary, if you will. And I've dated vegans, and I've dated non-vegans, and sometimes dating vegan guys, the vegan thing is the only thing we have in common, and it's painful, I guess, for lack of a better word.
2: Oh, I I agree, and and that's why I always tell people, just because someone is vegan, doesn't mean they're gonna be perfect for you. They have to match up in so many other areas in your life. And I always tell people, that it can work if you are vegan it can work to date a meat eater 100 percent, it can work it depends on the on the people It depends what your reasons are for being vegan it depends on you know the level of respect and understanding and and so many different things right and so yes it can work but a lot of my clients they have tried Dating non-vegans and it just hasn't worked for them for a number of reasons. So yeah. if you're vegan for health reasons, then you probably you'll probably be fine dating a meat eater. But if you're vegan for ethical reasons, the thought of sharing a household and there being meat in the house is not is is not even like on the table, right? Yeah, so. that's oh, kind yeah. of the line guess, for me. Yeah. Like having
0: meat and stuff in the house is not like I have never had. I mean you've probably brought something in and I heated have. up like leftovers here but i've never had like meat in my prepared in my kitchen and um that's not really yeah i don't know like in this space where i live now my condo i don't think that's ever like i don't see that ever happening i'm just it's a vegan yes. kitchen and I like yeah. it that way. And that's my thing and prepare whatever you want outside of there. If you want to bring in food from somewhere else, that's fine. But we're not preparing it in my kitchen. And that's just one of my boundaries. I think dating for me personally, date. I'm just kind of open to the experience of dating good people. And if yeah. if they're good people, they're respectful of my choices and they'll be interested and they'll want to take part and they'll want to learn more about it. And I kind of enjoy that the educational aspect of it. And it's interesting, like it's pretty easy to gauge how decent a person, a human is based on how they respond to me telling them that I'm vegan.
1: Well, it also reminds me when we were talking about this is like there are some people and stories that we've heard, as you know, our friend Jess Hudgens. Yes. Where she, her husband, you know, her husband educated her and then yeah. she became vegan because of it. So in my mind, I'm thinking if we focus on just dating or finding a good person
0: the right person will be open-minded to changing if right and And it's it's not even like about me changing somebody but if they're interested open and respectful Mm -hmm. then that's what's key to me
2: right and that is really important but it's also important to recognize and be okay with the fact that if they are not willing to go vegan even after years you have to be okay with that yeah unfortunately a lot of people go into relationship thinking that their partner will change and then they don't. And then what happens when you're you're into, in the thick of it? You're living together. It's been years. They haven't gone vegan. Well, what happens then? Yeah, right. so that's so true. And it that happens be, in general yeah. right,
0: with relationships. People think, oh, he'll change. He'll stop that. But like, he'll stop this. He'll do this. And you're like, you can't no. change
2: people. You can positively yeah. influence them, but you can't change them. Yeah. So, so maybe just, in this
1: situation, you know, the clients that you work with, you're already starting with something that, hey, it's already clear yeah. that, the, you know, our, our eating habits or our ethical values or whatnot, like we're on the same page and then you go from there.
2: Exactly. So you're starting off on the same level playing field. There's no issues. You know, you, you line up with your morals, your values and your ethics. So that really does give you a strong foundation. Again, just because someone is vegan, they won't doesn't mean they're perfect right. for you right but it really helps then yeah, you don't just, have any arguments of where to go for yeah. dinner what's going to be cooked in the house are we going to raise the kids vegan are we going to have a vegan wedding like all these things it yeah. just goes out one the less window, thing so. that
1: you need to, to 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 worry or you know have a,
2: conversa-
1: yes. a you know, conversation a local conversation about right yeah, yeah. so yeah uh, so h- I've actually never talked to anybody who's a matchmaker and so like how, how does the whole process
0: work can I can I ask why oh. you got into matchmaking and then tell us how it
1: works.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, I I started with the speed dating events, right? And And it was just
0: because your friend was like, where are the vegan men? And then you discovered like a penchant for matching people?
2: Yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, basically, so I started doing that. And I loved what the, the whole, like the whole thing that the events represented, right? It represented bringing vegans together. It represented, changing people's lives because people were going to these events. They were forming new friendships, new romantic relationships, new business connections, so many positive things came out of these events. And so many people were so grateful and had such a positive experience. Right. And so I love that. I found that extremely rewarding to be the person responsible for creating this platform for people to meet when there was nothing else out there like that, that existed and then so i did that for many years and then i was approached by someone who had gone to one of my events he had been following me on social media he loved what i did and he reached out to me and he said i want to hire you as my matchmaker i'm like i've never done that before Flattering, (laughs) but but uh but sure i'll help you because i mean i had spent years creating this database right of, of vegan singles all over us and canada And so I did that and then, you know, more people asked me and then I started doing it on the side. And then I connected with this amazing matchmaker who also happens to be vegan. But she doesn't match she doesn't work exclusively with vegans and then i joined the matchmakers alliance group and then i went to matchmaking conference and yes it's a thing and it was Dude, like, I love it. Is in, so in cool. utah i want to go utah, sit in and like utah. <laughs> it was amazing it was at the red rocks resort amazing wow. such a beautiful place had the time of my life and i met like all the top matchmakers and dating coaches and it was amazing And then I, and then I started taking like coaching programs and like, I've always been into like the whole self-development thing. And then I, I launched a program to help people get ready, get ready to be in a relationship. Um, so yeah, so I did, I, I did the matchmaking, I did the coaching and, uh, and I, I, kind of like, so I went to school for criminology and psychology Okay. and then I went, and then I went back to school for event planning. So it's like a weird, like combination of things, but, uh, and then but those backgrounds also, help you yeah, understand people's People. intentions
0: <laughs> and like behavior patterns. So,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, and so I combine all that with you know the years of experience of like helping vegan singles find love and i've always been like you know trying to encourage people giving them hope and so that's always been my thing is like lifting people up and i've always been a go-getter and i've always been like you know really go after what you want and then so i was doing yeah so i was doing the matchmaking and then i found that like a lot of the people that were hiring me for the matchmaking they weren't actually ready to be in a relationship so Mm -hmm what I mean by that is like they had their wall up. They had too many unrealistic expectations or, or whatever. And then, and then that's when I started doing the coaching. So I, I created a program to help people truly be ready to be in a relationship. So they went through this program and then I did the matchmaking because like okay. people were coming to me and they were like, I want a woman who's like this, this, and this, and that. I'm like, okay, hold on here <laughs> what's what's really important in a relationship what's really going to make you happy and so all these things so i really want to help people on a much deeper level and also because i had been through this like this huge journey of being married for 15 years we went vegan together we divorced and then i you know did all like the 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 deep inner work to you know to get over it to heal from it i went back on the dating scene after not being on it for 15 years did all the dating apps. So I went through like all these things that a lot of people go through. So I can really relate to a lot of people, right? And then I found love again. And so I really combine all these things and that all like my background and my experience um, just really helps me be able to help people on a much deeper level. So I absolutely love what I do and it's, it's so rewarding. And I'm always having to like push the envelope, be creative. How am I gonna continue connecting with more vegan singles right mm. so like this year i've been all over clubhouse and i'm making oh, so i just got
0: yeah. on clubhouse like i haven't done anything with it, so i don't really get oh, it yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah. i've downloaded <laughs> it i love it i love that you just got on clubhouse and you just got on tiktok i, I love did. that you've made the first step in oh, both yeah. of those i, I downloaded both <laughs> of the apps i have
0: usernames that's as that's far awesome. as it goes no
1: first step yeah. is always the, one of the hardest tests am but i a millennial now? I, <laughs> But I do wanna say that um, I love how, uh, you know, it first started at like this, you know, and for lack of a better term, you know, a word, uh, like it's a superficial level of just connecting people. But now you took, you know, this opportunity of just connecting people like through these speed dating events, but Mm -hmm. now it's like, no, you're going so much more deeper. You're not just helping people connect. You're actually helping people get prepared. yeah, prepared. Yeah, to connect. And, and so yeah, that's and that's what amazing. was
2: that's what was really important to me because you know I stopped doing the speed dating events because to be honest, I was like on the verge of burning out. It was mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of work. I was the only one running the entire
0: company. I can With only tons. imagine the amount of coordination. Yes, yeah. and, and like and advertising, especially and, like, because going out all over multiple and, like, countries and, too. You know, like Yeah, it yeah. was
2: it was an, it was insane. So I, I had to stop, but I was so passionate. I still wanted to help connect people together, but I knew that I wanted to I want to do it on a much deeper level. Right. And so being able like finally making the decision to let go of the events is what allowed me to go deeper and and you know really have this whole different approach by still helping people but going deeper and also like my soul being nourished even more by helping people and not just spending like 90% of my time promoting events, which is was not serving me anymore. Right. So yeah.
0: you're an energy creator these events and the event planning and the matchmaking, you're like creating energy amongst the community. And then you see a problem, you're a problem solver too, because you see an issue like with your friend. And so you start doing this on the side and then you see like it evolves into the bigger thing. And then it evolves into the bigger thing, which is like coaching and healing people and getting them like in the right mindset. Like, listen, Five foot eight is not what you should be looking for on your dating list. Like, yes, that might be a perk, exactly. but like, that is not a deal breaker. Like, people don't understand. People don't understand their actual deal breakers, non negotiables, and people, yeah, and people don't understand their like that they should be searching for core beliefs. And how a person, like how you feel when you left that interaction. Like these are important things in dating and people are just like, oh, he drives a nice car, has a good job. Like he's 5'11 and like, you know what I mean? Like he's six foot, blah, blah, blah. Like guys lie about their fucking height on dating apps because girls constantly put out there like i want someone over 510. Yeah, yep. people are focused so much on the outer
1: things uh like the physical things or the uh materialistic things or that's what they're putting out there, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. And so it's it's great to kind of have you and in, in my like I'm thinking as a client it, it uh, you know you being a coach helps me kind of work through some of those questions that like asking me some of those questions that helps me get deeper into what do I really want what do I really need what am I asking for uh, you know like what kinds of things should I be looking for Tell us exactly, a little bit about the the yeah. database
0: you mentioned too like you so this is how you bring in clients is this like how they begin with you Yeah
2: yeah so it's called i call it the veg love vault because that oh, sounds fancier than does. database
0: the VLV. the vlv <laughs> and so
2: basically people fill out a profile and they get into my database and once i have a client that i'm looking for potential matches the database is the first place that i go So I will go in there. And then when I find someone who I think would be a great match for a client, I reach out to them. I give them a little bit of information about who my client is. And if they're interested in learning more, I schedule a time to do a video chat with them. I really get to know them. I ask them a lot of questions. And then at the end, if I like, you know, if my intuition is saying yes, like there's some potential here, then that's when I introduce uh, the two people together.
1: Now, the profile that they they fill out uh is it usually so is everyone a client or can anyone just fill out the profile enter your database and then you're matching the people (laughs) 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 the vault so like i i just want to envision this correctly so if i'm vegan and i want to be part of the vault uh you can (laughs) fill out this profile and then be in your vault but let's say like when you you know if you had you know someone else who was a client you're actually matching the client right so Is that how it works? And then the profile, is it something that you created? Like this, I'm assuming it's it's
0: like some kind of questionnaire or survey or... I have a a small confession. I have looked at the application to the vault, but it was um, far more time consuming than I was able to manage the day i looked at it so but so i would like to know a little bit more about it yeah. cuz i've peeked at it well but i haven't joined i'm just fascinated just the creation of the profile right yeah. i'm fascinated with it the questions pretty, on... it was pretty deep okay yeah yeah at my first glance
2: yeah so it's it's uh it's a database that i use it's a third party database that myself and all the other top matchmakers use Ooh. it was designed for matchmakers like it's Ooh. amazing okay. so Basically you fill out a profile and yes, there's a lot of questions because yeah. I only want people that are serious. Exactly. We're looking for hookups. This is not a dating website, right? And it's right. not searchable. So it's only for my eyes. So you fill out the initial form and then you get an email confirmation, you get a link and it says, here's your link. You can go in and update your profile some more. And it's, so like I said, yeah, it's for my eyes only and then there's even more questions that you that you answer and so anyone can fill out a profile but that doesn't make you a client that just means that you're in my database the vault vault. exactly (laughs) is this
1: free or is there a fee no
2: it's it's totally free free. to fill
1: out the profile and enter your vault
2: yes and i and i want to i want to clarify also because a lot of people they fill out and they're like it's been a year i've never heard from you Mm. well yeah i can't first of all i i i If I were to reply to everyone who gets in there, it would become my full-time job. And that's not the point. It's a chance that you are taking on yourself. There's no guarantees. But with that being said, I have definitely found lots of potential matches for my clients within that database. So love is all about taking chances, right? So you're investing a small amount of time, not even any money, just time to potentially get matched. It's putting your name in the hat.
1: Yeah, it's putting yourself out there. It's making mm-hmm. the effort to, you know, that's yes. one thing because in, in my mind, I'm thinking it's one thing to just put the effort and the time into filling out this profile. It's another mm-hmm. to become a client and actually make and say, I'm proactive let's, choices. Yeah. Let's yes. put some
0: time into this. Or, what can we do? Yeah, yeah.
1: Or become a client to be coached, to be ready to be a client to again, then get matched. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. So and a lot of people have told me that just filling out the profile changed their whole mindset got them into the mindset of being ready and excited and and these questions like they really make you think a lot right so i've yeah i've been told that after people fill it out they really um you know they, they've thought of things they maybe have not thought about for a while and uh so it gets it gets the ball rolling right mm-hmm. especially if you've been out of the dating scene for a very long time and you know, so yeah, so you never you never know what can happen from it. um And then so the as of this year, I'm only taking on men for matching as matchmaking clients, right, my one on one matchmaking I only take on men, because I have so many vegan women in my database on my email list on, you know, on my Instagram all over. <laughs> so, but but um just very recently i launched a new program because i wanted to continue helping my my ladies out obviously i really want to help them it's just yeah. the matchmaking is a lot harder it's a lot more time intens- intensive for me because there's not as many men yeah. in my database but mm-hmm. so i came up with this i came up with this this new thing that i think you guys will be really interested in and again i'm all about always testing new things seeing what works seeing what doesn't and just trying new things and so I came up with this package called Find Your Match. And so this is for men and women. And th- what the package includes are some of the things that I actually use to find matches for my clients, for my one-on-one clients, right? So it's it's really fun and it's actually been really successful. So one of the things in that package says uh, includes you going into my Facebook group, which is it's not huge, but the, it's like 3,400 members, I think, as of today. It's pretty today.
0: active, though. I've seen it. Yes, I yeah, think I'm in it.
2: Okay, yeah. It's it's super active. It's only people in, in U.S. and Canada. I'm super strict about that. And everyone is veg, sharing, or vegan. So as part of this new program that I have, it includes you going in there and you picking four people that you are, like, super interested in getting to know. Oh. So you, you give me your list and then I see if those people are in my database, if they in my Vegela vault, if they are not, I reach out when I say, Hey, I have a client who expressed interest, you know, can you fill out a profile so that I can see if there's some potential here and then they get into my vault and then I have a look. And if I think, yeah, this, you know, on paper, the, this looks good. Um, and, and again, I use my intuition and I know what to look for because I've been doing this for a while. And, uh, and then if it's, if it's good, then I introduce the people together. And so a lot of women have signed up for this program again, because I don't do one-on-one matchmaking for women. Uh, so they like the women jumped on this and it's Mm -hmm. been working out really well. Like I have uh, almost every single person who's signed up for this, for this program has made, has had matches just through like the Facebook group thing, which is really cool
0: which is fun. It gets the ball rolling. If they haven't dated in a long time, it gets them back into the, in the game, so to speak, like warmed up. I also like that this is from a business perspective, super fucking genius because you're like bulking up your vault.
2: Yeah. And it's, and it's not only that, so that's one of the uh, the things in the program in the find your match program. The other thing is utilizing clubhouse. Mm. And so, I, when you're part of this program, when I'm hosting a room on Clubhouse, you get to come up on stage and you get to talk about yourself. And then
1: I get to say, Hey, Oh,
0: yeah."
1: (laughs) well, that's probably why, you know, uh, when Nathan was telling us about Clubhouse, I mean, they use it because of music performances. So now it makes sense that there's a stage. I don't know much about, I don't know anything about Clubhouse actually, but it makes sense.
2: It it just means that you can talk like when you're on stage, you can talk, you can be in the audience listening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah
0: okay
2: so Wait, where can so, yeah. we
0: find you on clubhouse like is there what's it, is, there is a that a handle, a handle or how does this how like do a room, room or like a link Yeah,
2: or? so there's everyone has a handle so mine is okay. vegan cupid and then some people have clubs and so my club is vegan cupid's corner
1: Ooh, i like the the, the cupid corner thing i'm writing this anyway. down i'm taking notes
2: (laughs) and yeah i host rooms uh every wednesday at 7 p.m eastern time i host rooms in other groups as well i do all kinds of fun stuff in there and yeah i'm just trying to give you know my clients as much visibility as possible so they come up on stage they introduce themselves i talk them up and then if someone's interested in connecting with with them you know they go through me and it's it's a really fun way right and yes you can do all this yourself but having having that person there asking all the hard questions Mm -hmm. right away like does this person want kids do they want to get married um you know all the you know your your potential deal breakers like it's like you're you're weeding the people out that are not Mm -hmm. good potential matches for you right so yeah
0: i love that that's 7 p.m eastern time on mondays uh wednesdays oh wednesdays okay all right. Yes. Hmm. All right. Think
1: about it. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's mentally going through her calendar right now.
0: <laughs> I currently am part of another uh, of one more week left of the other course I'm in on Wednesdays, but this sounds like something fun to stream um, to get into on Wednesday. Okay. Yes. Night. Definitely. check note. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm. Sorry. That's Wednesdays, so cool. Yeah. That's that I might have added you on Clubhouse. I cannot remember. I know it prompted me a bunch of people um and i just kind of went through and picked the ones that i knew it prompted me like yep. a ton of people when i opened it up and i'm like I yeah that's what it does. all of these yeah. so i tried to pick the ones i actually knew so i wouldn't be too overwhelmed in the beginning but um that's fun so that's kind of like almost live speed dating type of thing yeah yeah, yeah.
2: it's yeah it's, it's super fun So So I'm really, yeah, so I'm really excited about that package because it's really, be it's, and it's, it's priced at a much lower uh, price point than my one-on-one matchmaking. So it's a lot more, it's accessible for a lot more people and, and it's fun. Like it beats dating apps,
0: right? So It's live and it's like dating apps are, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, um. It's canned, right? Like you've and built this limited. profile. It's, it's limited. Limited. It's
1: it's a little too structured. Yeah. Uh, and it's for me, it's just limited because you have three prompts or three pictures like or whatnot or whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I um and you're kind uh, of on your own. Sorry to keep interrupting you, you. No, you're fine. We've we've both been. I just joined dating app what? Maybe like a year and a half now. I've been on and off only one dating app and then miley i was a couple. on two
1: ish uh i created profiles on a, a bunch of different <laughs> ones but didn't i was really only active on two on and off the last year and a half and yeah there like,
0: there's there's limitations to yeah. them right and then it, you don't like i think hinge is nice because it actually makes you fill things out and fill in a bunch of pictures but people aren't always good at that and what i also thought was really cool about hinge is that they started sending out Uh, Tips Like, these are the types of pictures that are good. These are the types of prompts that are good. Like, when I see somebody fill something out and it's all one-word answers and a bunch of pictures with, like, you and six of your bros, I'm like, I don't even know who you are in this picture. You're not telling me anything about you. Like, I'm most competitive at everything. Great. I know the best place in town for tacos so does everybody else it's
1: fucking phoenix (laughs) but it's also like for you know when i contrast that with what you're offering it it seems like sometimes it's hard when you're you're because you're kind of on your own on these dating apps it's hard to kind of like you're the one that you know has to keep the conversation going but with you being there to facilitate and ask those hard questions just like you had said a few moments ago like asking those tough questions you're kind of like a weeder like you're weeding people out for me like as a client you know
0: (laughs) i was thinking the same thing a filter like Like, it's nice having a because on the dating apps too, you just have Hinge, right? And you're just putting stuff in there out into the world and who knows if it's real. But then like people are talking to you and filling out like a profile and your are you know, that's, I don't know, in my yeah. opinion, it's built better.
1: Yes, it is built better. And you, you also mentioned like you're using your intuition. It reminds yeah. me of, you know, remember uh, a few episodes ago, we were talking about how Mandy used to look at my, uh, oh, yeah. she used okay. to look at my, use my profile on Hinge and kind of like pick people for me. But mm-hmm. we, we decided to do that because sometimes the people that know you best can see certain things or they have an intuition because they have your best interest in mind, that sometimes you might be blinded to it yourself when oh, you're yeah. picking people out. Or so Miley's like nice only to- looking at guys yes. who are over
0: 5'10". And I'm like, just talk to them. You're five <laughs> foot fucking four. Like you can date a guy who's 5'8". <laughs> yes.
1: Right. So like sometimes, you know, when you're picking yourself out or making the selection, you may, selection bias. Let's Like that's a research term that we can use, but like there's okay. selection bias. And so having you as like, a coach or the matchmaker or a good friend that knows you very well, they can see certain things that you're missing.
2: Yeah, I I totally agree. And because I, you know, I talk to vegan singles every single day. I actually know a lot of people in the group. I know a lot of the people in my database. And so what was interesting with a couple of those uh, for the, my find your match program, a, a couple of the women sent me their list. And mm-hmm. i would see names and i was like oh no 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 this person <laughs> is, is not is
0: not <laughs> not, for so, not who you think they yeah.
2: are and, and i don't even know these women but i i you know why I, I know them to some degree but some of these men i i've seen them posting i i see their style i see their vibe and i'm just like no so <laughs> i save them i save you the trouble you know that's oh, so I like great that. yeah you have so the, much yeah. you
0: have a completely different perspective mm-hmm along the lines of like what Miley was just saying you just have a totally different perspective when you've been able to see more from the i love that yeah. i just love the idea of having this live it's like best person for, like a
1: friend who's yeah. watching out for you a live yeah. person
0: versus an algorithm on mm-hmm. your side
1: oh yeah was, i like no, that too sure. like it's... you're like so much better than an algorithm Fuck the algorithm <laughs>
2: <laughs> when the thing is with the dating apps they can work they do work for a lot of people but if you, you have really to put a lot of work it, into yes. it though right and if you think put about a lot it of persistence you, and yeah
0: all these dating apps. They're I love how dejected Miley sounded she's like oh persistence uh. <laughs> and I'm usually I'm a very persistent person
1: I have I persevered through a lot of things in life but this the dating app sometimes
0: really it can be a part-time well, yeah, to full-time job it is like. yeah
2: yes and and you know that designed I mean these people these developers they're Billionaires. Why do you think they're billionaires? They've Mm -hmm. designed these apps to suck you in. They've designed them to keep you hooked. Mm -hmm. They don't want you finding love. They're going to lose you as a customer. They want to keep you on there. And I've read all kinds of articles where there's like fake profiles. There's actually bots talking to you. All kinds of crazy shit.
0: Same. I read a, an article about that too, where these people, yeah. they talked to different, even different apps. They were interviewed a handful of people and they worked for a different dating app. So they're like, oh yeah. yeah, we go on there all the time and we just chat with people. Yeah. We just make matches. And like, if you get ghosted, it's, it could have been a bot, like somebody yeah. who was just chatting with you to keep you busy in the app.
2: That's messed up.
0: It's so crazy. When I read that, I was like, what? <laughs> I believe it. I didn't hear I mean... about that, but it's so believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. was crazy. No wonder I got ghosted so many times. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Miley says hi to everyone. I give everyone a fair chance. Uh not, not really. Me. Sometimes I'll I would when I was in her app, I'd be like, Why are you talking to this person? <laughs> I was like, This is a no. This is a no. Yeah. Stop talking to them. I'm deleting it. <laughs> I think I keep my options too open. <laughs> That's funny. So um, what do you think? What is like the biggest? So uh, COVID probably presented a little bit of challenge because yeah. you converted everything and you'd already gone online. Oh, yeah. It sounds like for the most part. So, but like, yeah. do you, do you have a hard time pulling people out of their shell in COVID or are people more willing to come out and take part in this kind of stuff? Because I've seen stuff online where like a lot of people don't like this style of interaction. Like we're zooming right now, we're on video. And like, that's kind of a thing, like during COVID, right? Nobody, people didn't yes, want to meet up. But so I it was almost, video dates. I almost want to consider, like you said that
1: you're helping people in the US and Canada. So I imagine that there are a lot of matches that are happening long distance. So there are, like, even with, with or without COVID, people are already needing to use some of these services like exactly. video. And, you know, because even, you know, again, without COVID, a lot of these matches are probably happening long distance or over a larger geographical
0: area. You know how I feel about geographically I know. desirable. It's one
1: of her is it a non-negotiable or a, a highly it's a high, highly
0: non-negotiable I don't want to drive 20 miles to date someone flat out Oh my yeah. god <laughs> I just don't I just don't have the time So I was I
1: was waiting to bring that topic yeah. up because yeah, when yeah. you had mentioned oh, no. that you know you work with clients all over the US and Canada I was like yeah I don't know if Mandy's going to be a <laughs>
0: So I I will explain and then I want you to counter and tell me why I'm broken and wrong. But (laughs) no, you're not broken and wrong. Like I like and appreciate that you know what you want and need. So I have a full time job. I run a baking business and now we do a podcast. So just my time is so limited and I just I know in me that like if I have to spend an hour each way getting to you, Phoenix is a huge city. It's so spread out. And like, if I have to spend that much time getting to you, it's just cutting into the amount of time that I'm available. Like I'm only available so many hours and I'm really actively trying to make time in my schedule over the last year to make time for dating, which I didn't do for years before. And like anybody who's heard a couple of our episodes about dating ish issues has heard me say this. I'm like, I've been intentionally making time in my schedule to date. Like I'm Motivated and I'm putting it out there and but like if I have to spend my whole time driving like I already do so much driving I get irritated by, like, by the idea of having to drive 30 minutes one way there one way home. I think it's okay, funny well, because it wasn't until I
1: met you, like what? Well, not I've met you, but like when we started talking about it, because my, you know, uh, again on the dating apps, my thing is like fifty miles or like a hundred miles, and then she's like, you got to close that down
0: to ten miles, and I'm like, what? and there's so many fucking people in Phoenix. It's just like if you put your range that big, you get like a million. There's so much to sort through. I'm like, let's start at home.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. So yes, it is a good place to start. I agree with you, but if if you are really set on finding someone who is vegan you are really limiting yourself if you're True. only looking within a 10 mile radius and the reality is that love doesn't have a zip code
0: okay.
2: and you want to open as many doors as possible and i'm telling you this is the number one thing that i help my clients overcome is this whole location thing okay mm. and i can't tell you how many clients have changed their mindset around that and how, how much it's opened up their dating pool. Okay. And again, it's, there's nothing wrong with wanting to find someone locally, but just be open, being open to receiving and just going with the flow and seeing what happens because, you know, I'll share my favorite love story of 2020. It's from two clients. One of them hired me to be his matchmaker and like I mentioned before, I have a program, right? That every that, you know, I, I give it's optional, but highly recommended that you go through this 10 week program first. And then I do the matchmaking. Ooh, so I ten, have that. 10 weeks
0: is the coaching program.
2: Yeah. So I have, I have, I have, I have, I have various ones. Okay. So I have a woman who, um, joined in for the 10 week program. So they met in my 10-week program. And as part of that program, there's weekly calls that we do, weekly group coaching calls on Zoom. She lives in Ottawa, which is my hometown. I've met her in person at a speed dating event years ago. <laughs> and he lives in California. He's a really, really nice man. They both said that they wanted to meet someone locally. Well, what do you think happened?
0: <laughs> because their walls were down and they weren't expecting anything. Suddenly they have like this little connection
2: hmm and it's not just a little connection so they met for the first time on one of those calls and then they met on one of a zoom hangout that i did so at the beginning of the pandemic when this bs all started i started hosting zoom hangouts for vegan singles and they were lots of fun i did them for a whole year i stopped in january because it was too much work <laughs> but um but so they came to they came to one of those zoom hangouts and i could see like i could feel the chemistry on video yes i use my intuition a lot and i reached out to both of them and i said listen i feel like there's something here and they both said that they agreed so they they talked and they started having weekly video dates and then it got to more uh than just weekly and then they started sending each other care packages and then they ended up having a virtual staycation together over the holidays cooking together watching movies together doing all these freaking adorable things well, fast forward to nine months later, they still have not met because of COVID because they're both being very, very careful.
0: And it's um, impossible to get into Canada, right?
2: Yeah, it's it's Because yeah. it's, yeah, your borders are still up. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm trying so, to get into
1: I have a Canada. friend who
0: split up with her fiance in, in, in they were in Canada and she can't get her stuff. It's been like a year and her stuff is just trapped oh. in Canada because he's being a real dick about helping her get it. But anyways, carry on.
2: Oh, that sucks. <laughs> so, so yeah, so nine months later, they have become exclusive. Yes, they have not met in person, and they've done all these adorable things, and now they work out together virtually every morning. Shut and, up. And it's like, it's my, my favorite love story of 2020. And imagine if they they both would have said, like, if they would have remained closed to meeting someone that lives outside of their city. They don't just live outside of their city. They live, up, like, in the two freaking different countries. Different countries. Yeah.
0: But in wow. time zones, appear. countries, the whole, the whole yeah. line. Yeah. But the reality
2: is that when you find that person, like the person that you're meant to be with, the person that you have a super deep connection with, you don't care where, where they live. You make it happen. Because not everyone gets to even experience that kind of connection with someone. So why would you want to throw that away and not even explore that? Just why because would you of where let distance
1: or geography? Yeah. Keep People
2: do you crazy from... things for love.
0: That's a really beautiful mm. story. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> I do love that story i think it's insanely cute it's like a it's like a meet cute it's like a rom-com yeah. and yeah. they're working out together on zoom or video i know or whatever but it's very Duo.
1: intentional too like they really yeah. have to be mindful to stay connected
0: yeah mm-hmm. so they're
2: making it happen so again a lot of people have used COVID as an excuse and that's okay it might not just be the right time and the right place for them to be in a relationship and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that you don't need mm-hmm. to be in a relationship But if you are really serious about finding love, you have to be open-minded. You have to try new things. You have to put yourself out there and you have to make the time. Yeah. It all depends on what's important to you.
0: I've tried to be really open-minded with like all the basics. You know what I mean? Like the type of people and the look of person, like none of them match each other. It's all over the the, the map as far as like who I'm dating. And I all, almost, I should say, I shouldn't say always. I should say almost always give a second date That's because... Awesome the first dates are so they can awkward. be awkward and people are yes. nervous and like I'm not usually nervous but I can feel when other people are nervous and I'm like maybe they'll calm down on a second date <laughs> and we'll see like maybe they'll be a little more chatty a little more open and um relaxed so like but if the second date goes terribly I'm like or if it's just boring as hell I'm like all right I gotta go like no if I but can, yeah I'm really, yeah I'm, no, really can. yeah I'm really
2: glad to hear you say that because that's what I always tell my clients to give the person a second chance like go on a second date because you could just it's it's nerve-wracking. So you only like sometimes people take a couple of dates before they're they're able to warm up, right? So
0: yeah, and you get to I mean you have to get to know a little bit more about a person in person, like really get their vibe. Yes. A second date. Like your first date doesn't have to be very long. I mean it's like an hour and a half you're hanging out with somebody and you're going to make a decision on them. That's pretty quick. And maybe you've chatted yeah. for a week or so beforehand like that's still not enough context on a person to write exactly. them off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, distance is I. Distance is one thing I haven't been able to wrap my head around. Although, oddly enough, I have gone out. The person I'm dating right now lives an hour away.
1: <laughs> I know that's actually it makes me really happy that you've. Uh, been, but I I don't think
0: you knew that before you. <laughs> you didn't nope. know that before you. <laughs> nope. Because his profile was set to when he did live nearby and he had since moved and just never updated his location. Um, and I was like, what?
1: <laughs> but part, like when I hear that, I'm like, well, if he had updated it, you probably would have never met him. And then, you know, so then part of me, if, like, if he is had updated cool, it and man. matched
0: with me, I probably I, and I told him this in person. I was like, yeah, if you had matched with me and I found out where you lived and I would have been like, oh no
2: but there you go and you would have been <laughs> missing out on something potentially
0: yeah. amazing but the other yeah.
1: side to it is like I, I i respect you a
0: lot for knowing what your non-negotiables are too like you know that is something that i do admire like i you. just i just and, and he's been great like we've only gone out on a handful of times and he's always come this way but he all he's up this way apparently a lot anyways um i'm just like ooh, like i can't make a trip an hour away in an on an evening when i've worked all day and like yeah, I, I have get that. so much to do and I'm just like I want to make I want to do so like anyways we've chatted on the phone and had other things and it's it's cute it's fun it's very early I don't even hey, know it, what to it, call it it
2: can it can totally work I mean when I met my boyfriend now that I've been with for almost three years uh, we lived about 50 minutes away or more in traffic I didn't have mm. a car oh gosh and so he drove to me all the time <laughs> so it worked we ended up moving together like moving in six months after which is kind of crazy but uh but it worked you know so
0: and when you feel it you feel it yeah exactly that's awesome uh so you had mentioned that location is
1: like one of the the struggles that people have um what's another top three struggle that you found or you've seen uh, like a pattern in people's uh journey or quest for love
2: yeah, I would say that um I have come across quite a few vegans who weren't even willing to consider someone who's vegetarian, oh. which is always kind of a hard one for me. Yeah. Because vegetarian is not that far off from vegan, right? Yeah, and so, so close. that's yeah. So that that's that's been something else. And then the other thing um really com like pretty that's pretty up there is kids. Some oh. people refuse to date someone who already has kids, but oh. when you're in your 30s, and your 40s, the reality is, a lot of people have kids, mm-hmm. and so that's that's a really tough one.
1: Yeah. How do you overcome, or how do you work your, you know, work through
0: that with clients?
2: I just, you know, everyone, it's it's case yeah, by case. How
0: do you open case, someone's right? mind with that? Yeah. Yeah. My my right. opinion is like, yeah, is it easier? Is it cleaner when someone doesn't have children? If you don't have children, yeah, sure. But like, you have to be open to the challenge and the growth that that might provide you in dating like through dating them.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's really hard. I just I just tell people just give it a shot when you're going on a date with someone you're not trying to figure out if you're going to marry them. You're trying right. to figure out if there's a connection, <laughs> if if you enjoy being with them. And so you don't have to like go into it having all the answers right right away or even like having to go into these deep conversations, like just have fun. See mm-hmm. if you even like the person first before like ruling them out because they have kids, right? Yeah. So.
0: Do a lot of people tend to fast forward or go into first, second, third dates with this end goal in mind? I mean, I I personally have talked about that a little bit, how I used to, I found myself being guilty of that in the past where I was like, just fast forwarding straight Mm, through mm -hmm. like over all the fun stuff. And like you should, that's not to say you should ignore red flags, like if there are serious character defects or like personality disorders be aware and eliminate that but like are you fast forwarding in your head about in like kind of creating stories based on one little thing that might have happened on a first or second or third date and then you're like well this will never work because obviously he's not going to remember to pick our kids up at school <laughs> <Like, laughs> well wow, yes. that is a big yes that is a big, <laughs> big jump but I mean, yeah. I think, I feel like women do that a lot and maybe yes. men do it too. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know about men. Like, I know I've been guilty of it. You know, it could be like, this will never work. She doesn't ski. I love to ski. Yeah.
2: I, yeah, I, I actually, I always try to tell people you're not trying to find someone that has all the same qualities, likes all the same things as you. You're trying to find someone who compliments your personality. So if they don't like your, you know, the same sport that you do, then who cares? that's not what makes a relationship, right? I just think people put too much emphasis on these little things mm-hmm. that in the big scheme of things don't really matter. <laughs> so. And the
0: little things they call it compatibility when that's not true compatibility. Yes. Like compatibility isn't all the things that you like or your interests. It's or your hobbies. Right. Or, you it's know. your personality. It's your approach your communication ethics. style yeah your,
2: your morals your values your ethics your, your love language that's mm-hmm. a big thing too that you know I really I try to I try to basically you know provide my my clients with all these tools so that they can better understand who they are and what kind of person they are better suited for like beyond the superficial stuff right so learn knowing what your love language is and what your partner's love language is like that's huge Mm-hmm. Right. Agree. If your love language is your, your top one is, is, is physical touch and your partners. That's like the last thing. Well, there's going to be some issues, right? Like if you're a total like huggy person, but your partner isn't, your needs aren't going to be met, aren't going to be met. Yeah, you right? need to be able so to communicate there's...
0: to them like, I like being hugged like a lot. And even if they don't, they, they someone... should be open to like, oh, if that's what you need,
1: like, I can do that for you or yeah. or not like, be like a, oh, that know? doesn't really cost me anything. Let me do yeah. that for you. Exactly. So you had mentioned that like you, uh, you know, your role is to provide tools to your clients. Can you and you had mentioned a, a couple of your programs. So can you, you know, talk to us or share with us some of the programs that you have for the coaching part of
2: your. Yeah yeah, so and, and, you know it's I'm always like kind of changing things around, right? to test things out. But my signature program is is a ten week program, and it essentially gives you the tools to really prepare to be in a relationship, right? But it focuses on you first. So you truly loving yourself, loving your life, being confident, being happy, knowing who you are, what kind of partner you're looking for recognizing what's really important in a relationship and what's not so important. So you're getting all these, all these tools, support and guidance. And then at the end of that program, I help you put yourself out there. So I'm essentially teaching people how to become their own matchmaker so that they can find love on their own. And a lot of my clients have found love on their own through this program, just kind of like that love story that I told you about. Right, they met on their own because they had their guard down and because they got into that mindset. And I've had, a few, you know, other a few, a few other people as well. They found love while go, while doing the program, on their own. So it's just like mm-hmm. it's it's really amazing what what can happen once you change your mindset. So that's like my the signature program. And then I have an eight week program that is for people who just want to focus on them. They don't want to so much focus on finding love right away. They just want to focus on getting like a refresh, a reset, um, getting in the right, uh, you know, changing their perspective on love, dating and relationships. So for those who haven't been on the dating scene for a very long time, those who are recovering from, you know, a bad relationship or like whatever it is and they just want to focus on them i have a program for that and then i have the find your match program which is no coaching whatsoever for those people who don't think they want coaching they mm-hmm. just want the matches I don't think they so need I...
1: coaching
0: or maybe they've been <laughs> yeah. through the coaching oh, yeah. and then oh, they yeah. want to <laughs> jump into the find your match okay yeah
2: yeah so for whatever whatever reason you know i'm there to help people however i can connect and connect people. yeah yeah exactly it's all about you're creating the
1: the uh, the forum or the uh, the environment the the culture the space yeah yeah Yeah. exactly
0: so what's next for you kareen is the find your match the newest and the biggest or i'm I'm sorry i'm so sorry (laughs) i had it in my head so hard okay (laughs) so what's next for you (laughs) kakin uh with uh the the veg love the vault and all of the things
2: yeah well like i said i'm all about clubhouse these days i'm trying to do as much as i can on there i'm having so much fun it's so positive i i've been connecting with so many amazing people on a much deeper level than just doing Facebook lives where, you know, you're talking to yourself, you're actually like, you know, on clubhouse, you're talking back and forth with people. It's like, you're on the phone and it's amazing. Uh, so I'm just gonna like, you know, really spend more and more time on that and yeah, spend more time developing the finder match. And I'll probably come up with like new variations of it based on, you know, how, how it goes, um, moving forward, but I'm really excited for it.
0: That's cool. I did see recently, actually, now that you mentioned Facebook, um, you did a dating show style, like live, live Facebook event, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I
2: did a couple of those actually for the plant based network where okay. um, one of them was I featured all my uh, I featured some of my clients and it mm-hmm. was, you know, with the idea of putting them out there so that you know, thousands of thousands and thousands of people would see them and then hopefully they would, you know, be matched up. So that's one of them, uh, one of the ones I did. And then on Valentine's Day, I had one of my matchmaking clients and it was like a live dating show. And it was I think really that's fun. the one I saw. Yeah. Super
0: cute Indian guy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> and he's still he's still single. Um, and he
0: lives in L.A.? Santa Barbara?
2: In, no, it's in, in the South Bay.
0: Oh, he's in South. OK. Yeah. South Bay is where? Well. And
2: in Cali. California. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they, the audience p- picked who he was going to go on a date with. So that was really fun. He's so, yeah, just I'll... out of
0: my 20 mile range. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, I'll keep doing a couple of like fun things like that.
0: That's cool. Those are really fun. So would you mind telling us where everybody can find you on Insta and Facebook again with anybody can join website, the group if as long a as website they're website vegan, where, vegetarian. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So it's finevegelove.com. Okay. And I'm finevegelove on Facebook and Instagram and on Clubhouse. I'm at vegan cupid. You can join the veg love vault. It's totally free. Click on the under services on my website and you'll see the link there. And
0: yeah, that's so cool. Well, I, I'm vegan. Miley just comes along for the ride. She, um, appeases me on all this fun vegan. I like stuff. to learn about it.
2: I love yeah. that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So um, we have we've actually interviewed a lot of vegans on the show just because my network happens to be a lot of vegan business owners. And so I'm hopeful that some people are hearing this and, uh, you know, excited by it and want to join in and see a little bit more of what you're about. And even if they're not
1: vegan, I mean, I've learned so much from you today, too. I mean, just uh, keeping things open, having an open mind and open heart, uh, you know, learning how to put your walls down, how important it is to ask those hard questions and even just the value of a matchmaker or a value of a coach to kind of help you through some of these, the the journeys and the paths that you're doing. So I've learned a lot even not being vegan. Awesome. I mean, because people,
0: if you've been single for a long time, Clearly, I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong, but like maybe there's somebody mm-hmm. out there who has some tips and tricks that you haven't considered, so.
2: Yeah, people are broken, right? It's just about trying a new approach. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's all, that's all there is. Totally.
1: So. And even like with the programs that you were talking about, I feel like even if, I know you, you, you limit your practice to vegans, but even if I wasn't, ve- well, I'm not vegan, but you know, the tools and the resources still can help me if I'm not oh, vegan. Oh, for sure. So that's why 100%. I say like- yeah. This this Definitely. chat with you has been a lot of fun. And I really oh, admire so how creative much. you've been and how passionate you are and the energy that you bring to it. It just is just wonderful to see.
2: Thank you. But yeah, come come to my rooms, that would be awesome. And then uh
0: yeah, and then we can chat some more. Yeah. Sweet. Will Good. do. Thanks for joining us, Karine. Thank, awesome. thank you so much. Karen. Have a
2: nice day.
1: That was a great episode. Oh, I really, really liked uh, I really liked getting to know her and what she does. I've never met an actual matchmaker and yeah. never really understood the whole process, but it's kind of all makes sense. And I really like how she serves as kind of like, uh, would conduit mm-hmm. be a good word in this situation? Yeah, yeah. Where like she kind of like, uh, not only serves as a way to connect people but she ha- uses her intuition i really like that part like being mm-hmm. able to kind of uh provide a, a third party perspective that yep. you and the other person might not even
0: be aware of yeah she's like your best friend screening potential yeah. matches for you and i think that's awesome i love I, it I again i found her in one of the million vegan groups on facebook and uh, uh i was genuinely interested in her service and i thought other people might be as well yeah. so i'm really and glad
1: we were able to find that my whole thing is like even if she you know even if you're not vegan like mm-hmm. now you have a an insight into what a matchmaker does mm-hmm. and you might be interested in
0: you can't join other her vault, yeah you can't but- do that but You can take coaching. I wonder, yeah. I
1: wonder if her programs are open. I should have asked her. But anyways, we enjoyed having everyone on our episode this week. Thank you for joining us.
0: You can find us on Instagram at The Main Dish Podcast. We will be sure to have Karen posted there with her contact information uh, with this episode. So if you want to find more about her, it's there. But follow us at The Main Dish Podcast on Instagram, at The Main Dish Pod on Facebook, and at The Main Dish Pod on Twitter if you have any tips on what I should be sharing on Twitter because no one seems to give a shit. <laughs> oh, so,
1: I will go on there and give a shit for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, we will uh, see you or talk with you next week. Love you. Love you
0: too.